Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mind Podcast 94.0, your weekly source for news, views, and analysis and analysis of news. This is Adit Kapadia. And finally, after it seems like an intermittent thing, we have a full panel yes. here. So today with me is Pramod Kumar Burawali and Sunanda Vashisht. How are you hello. guys doing? I'm good. I'm good. Achha, in public service announcement, Bharat Band Ho To Band, Mindmakers Kal Band Nahi Hoka. Kabhi Nahi Hoka. Kabhi Nahi Hoka. And from what it looks like, even the Bharat Band might not work. I, I read this hilarious thing uh, from Gujarat where the Gujarat Congress said now it's not um, uh, supporting the band because turns out Gujaratis have said that we are not supporting the band. So Congress realized that rather, you know, what is up with um, Gujaratis? They don't want to do the band? No. They don't want to become Bengalis? <laughs> no, we don't want to do the bands. No, we, buns don't work. Buns don't work in Gujarat? I haven't seen buns at least for the last. No, I have never seen a band working in Gujarat. No, there were there was a culture of buns and curfews. I wouldn't say a culture. Curfew but... is not band. No, no, the buns hote the, curfews mm. bhi hote the. I'm saying both, but dono nahi hote. Mm. Like yeah. and um, or intermittent kahin hota hai, but statewide to I don't remember. No, because just Gujaratis are just evil capitalists. What can you do? That's right. <laughs> Actually, k- k- the the joke is there are some pictures floating on Twitter ki people were like, ki hum to do ghante zada kulliye rakhenge tu kaan. Mm. Because this is true evil capitalism. Uh, I don't know if that was from Gujarat or from some other place or something, but I did see someone saying. But I've heard similar stories on my Facebook. Regular people, not just from Gujarat, from Delhi yeah. and other places, where people are saying, "No, no, we are going to work um, more hours, and because people are going to wear uh, black, we're going to wear white." <laughs> you know, no, funny even, even if they wanted to mobilize, there was no cash to mobilize the yeah. crowd <laughs> or keep the shop open. Uh, for that, uh, uh, there was some campaign going on that if people close their shops yeah. for this band mm. that they will be socially boycotted in that ilaka. But so yeah. you, you know, going you on. know on a lighter note, Congress workers are complaining that this was one day that Rahul Gandhi was actually going to work yeah. and he was letting India not like not having to work. So what <laughs> happened was this also killed this, you know, Narendra Modi is just, you know, he is... Uh, not looking after the interests of Congress very well. So this was the only time when Congress workers or other uh, this thing, they would get some money to throw stones or, you know, to do stuff like that, you know, just... No, stones are not, Kashmir was closed, right? Stone throwing was closed, but they would just create some rackers, just hmm. like that, hmm. and um, do some band band, that tire wire, and they would get 500 rupees for that yeah. or something. But now, <laughs> 500 rupees available, nahi hai. what to do? No, <laughs> but... <laughs> So that's the thing. That's the funny part. So they're like, we're not going to burst tires if you're not giving us money. So, so we, we are going to be talking about um, uh, multiple issues on this podcast. Ek to ye band ke mein baat and we'll, we'll only spend a little bit of time on demonetization because we've talked a lot. And I'll get Pramod's quick take on demonetization later in the podcast because he was missing from the last two podcasts. So I want him to say what he uh, thinks about it. We'll talk about the tragic uh, accident that happened, uh, the railway accident, where yeah. more than 140 people... Uh, 
ever passed away and I don't think it has been covered at all as it should have been in the media. I think I know demonetization is affecting everyone but there should have been a debate on this. Somehow infrastructure, safety and stuff is not uh, doesn't get you ratings but sometimes it's not just about the ratings you know yeah. you you have to talk about I mean 140 plus people died. This is not a joke. Yeah it's not a joke. It's not a joke. It, yeah. is, it is absolutely I mean Suresh Prabhu people, was not allowed to make his statement in the Lok Sabha because these morons were shouting. It's just shameful that people were not allowed to do that. And uh, also, um, the bigger picture is what we always keep saying is that the infrastructure uh, yeah. needs to, and that's what this government is working hard on. Yeah. And uh, but they haven't gotten where they should. It will take time. It doesn't happen in uh, overnight. But. Um, railway infrastructure and otherwise also the roads and everything we need to work on our safety standards hmm. this should not be acceptable yeah, so 150 we, people no, so dying we, because of carelessness so is we, no, not acceptable. we are going to we are going to get to that i'm going to do a detailed discussion on that hmm. we, and then we are going to talk about uh, the because band ki baat hai so we have to talk about the the leader of the party of bands fidel castro <laughs> and he passed away so his legacy and the insane eulogizing that i saw and Yes, we're going to talk about Siddharth Varjarajan's hagiographic eulogy as well on Wire that I saw because I specifically wanted to name that piece because, you know, is the from the left of center, uh, they, they always say that do an unbiased analysis, unbiased analysis. This was as biased as you can get. I'm sure he was um, hailing Fidel Castro's commitment to freedom of speech. Uh, of course, of <laughs> course, of course. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, I, I, I wish, I, how, how I wish he went to Cuba and criticized him. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, so that and then uh, the, from, and not just Vardar, Mr. Vardarajan, you had Pritish Nandi, the, the younger brother of Ashish Nandi and the uh, ex-MP of Shiv Sena. And, <laughs> and now we find out admirer of Fidel Castro and Shea. Yeah. So, Bal so anyways uh, so that's that and then um, i mean we'll just do a wrap up of the news of the week so what do you want to start with guys we can start with um, the bail the band, the uh, the band? okay I, I was thinking let's start with the rail accident thing okay. and then we'll do the band and fiddle castro sure. yeah. so um, the the rail accident thing first of all if you if you hadn't known it was going from uh, patna right to kanpur the train and uh, 100, 146 How was it indoor in the, uh, i'm not I sure we, we'll we'll check we'll check yeah. the details on that but uh, 140 plus people passed away in that a lot of there were some reports <coughs> saying that this could have been due to rail fracture now this could have been because of lack of ballast some temperature issues ballast is basically the gravel you see that is put there yeah uh, uh, could be some technical issues could could have been maintenance uh, the tracks might not have been maintained multiple issues but bottom line is this was a maintenance and an infrastructure failure or what it seems okay, like okay I just want to stop you in between that mm. it was Indore Patna Express Indore Patna okay uh, yeah. stand corrected on yeah. that and uh, Indore Patna Express <coughs> and uh, the uh, you know the accident happened in Kanpur so you were huh, right huh. in Kanpur they had district the accident happened so, so that, you were right yeah, technically but that's, uh, that's what it was the name so, of the train was Indore I, 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 I was familiar with some Kanpur connection yes there. yes so, I, so first of all is that there is no doubt that uh, from what I've seen, Suresh Prabhu has tried uh, as a railway minister to transform how railways is. But infrastructure management remains another huge, huge problem. Uh, 
how do they do that do they set up a separate fund for it do they in the in the budgetary allocation should there be a separate fund dedicated just to maintaining of existing tracks and i don't even know if we have a list of all the existing tracks that require maintenance because hota kya hai ki if uh, a track is designed for certain load and if you have more than that load uh, and you keep adding capacity to your passenger trains to your also, freight mains then your track is going to wear and tear yeah the wear and tear hasn't been fixed in a long time so yeah no but why also see a track is designed for say uh, a certain time mm-hmm. and uh, when it was designed only 60 trains are i'm just giving you an example right yeah. and the 60 trains have x number of capacity now if you do double decker trains if you do uh, increase of passengers if you do that and if you do increased freight on it i mean i know freight and passengers are two different tracks used but uh, if you do then there's going to be a problem there is absolutely huh. and i think the infrastructure is a huge part of uh, modi's development agenda when he talks about this he does talk about infrastructure and he does talk about um, rebuilding and making sure that uh, whatever existing is also modernized yeah. um obviously when he came to the power there were there was very little money that he could you know put towards this um infrastructure rebuilding or so to speak uh slowly and steadily there is some money coming into the treasury and um we have two good men at the helm of affairs suresh prabhu and um nitin gadkari and with both of them and mr gadkari has spoken multiple times hmm. about you know road safety i mean that is such a big thing in his agenda mm-hmm. he has talked about because road safety is another thing that's very critical um i say uh, in india so they have been talking about it hopefully we will see in another two or three years we will see something uh you know happening yeah, in that structure uh, pramod I, i kind of uh, agree that some projects uh, specifically the ones uh, that carry mass number of people whether it is highways or whether it is the um, the air routes that uh, airlines take uh, you are seeing a lot of congestion everywhere in india yeah. especially corridors <clears throat> that are really um, well traveled by both passengers by pilgrims by tourists um, uh, and also one of the big uh, uh, you know add ons to the traffic these days is that uh, rail fares are actually uh, uh, slightly lower than the same fare for an overnight travel from let's say patna to indore so that is also adding to a lot of the uh, overextending of the capacity that exists <coughs> where where do they start you know again i i'm hoping that just like uh, uh, there is a director general for civil aviation and there is a specific department that uh, just like here there is an ntsb which uh, does periodic checks and audits of everything that is related to transportation there's, mm. there's mm. no differentiation between rail road air and ship um i think there there is a big need for an audit authority that basically does these checks all the time uh, more than that promote uh, i think the heads should roll yeah. after something happens like this heads should roll no because the pro- i want people losing jobs when they are responsible no, for but killing this is this is the thing sunanda and i agree with you but whom do you fix the liability to 
No, I mean, uh, no, you I, have no, to... That, because, that's and you cannot fix the liability unless there is an independent research report. Yeah. Uh, uh, are you going to fix the liability to the engineer? Uh, or if, say the engineer designed it correctly and substandard material was used, mm. then to that? Or are you going to fix a liability to that person who who made sure that the substandard material are, did not, uh, did not even see, reach there? But there are global templates. I'll give you a very course. different huh. example. NASA ha is considered a real, uh, a national project, right? Mm. It is funded by the U.S. government. Okay. When the Challenger disaster happened in 1986, yeah. it was found and the, the, the first uh, woman in uh, space, Sally Ride, mm. uh, got killed in that. Yes. It was found that it was some sort of uh, foaming that was at uh, mm. fault. Yeah. It took them three years to relaunch. They did not affix responsibility per se. Safety and quality issues, there are always some sort of uh, parameters that have to be yeah. set within that parameters if they exist and somebody Something was responsible that then should roll. I, I, I agree exactly exactly so yeah uh, some interesting points on the infrastructure redevelopment maybe even researches with where private universities can be partners who can do independent research reports for the government submit to them and the government can take a call on it that can also happen because i know for a fact that here a lot of people do bridge studies and stuff like that similarly in us so especially the safety and quality <coughs> standards that are uh, customized towards indian requirements they don't have to be emulating anything from the outside but at least the public needs to know that who is no, going to be if, held accountable. If, if there is something like good, promote, there is no nothing wrong yeah, yeah. in getting. I'm, I'm just saying that. that there should be some template out there that the public uh, should be aware. Even even on a lighter note, even Dr. Ambedkar, when he was writing the Indian Constitution, he studied the American Constitution thorough before he wrote it. Absolutely. So if the father of the Indian Constitution can take inspiration when he was. In authoring one of the most important Indian documents. And, and the American was... constitution came from the French, the French, French, French came from... Uh, no, so that's Austrian. what, you always so have inspiration. It's always inspiration. Thing. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah, yeah. came Magna from... Carta and all that as, stuff. Yeah. As, yeah, I don't know who said that Mahesh Bhatt or someone, nothing is original in this world or yeah. something, but he probably said it in a different context. So, anyways, uh, coming to uh, the Bharat Band issue or the non-band. Mm. So I thought only two people do bands right now, uh, parts of the left that don't matter and Gurudas Das Gupta. Yeah. So, I think, no, at the moment the problem is that who is, who's called this band? So, um, and who's observing this band? Huh. Initially, uh, <coughs> Kejriwal had called it and then he ran away. Then <laughs> Mamta had called it and then Mamta said, no, 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 I'm not doing the band. I'm only mm. um, protesting. I'm not doing the band because that puts her in the mm. same left category and she cannot do that. And then Mahagathbandhan, this thing. So Nitish, as we've already talked about in our uh, show and we've had carried pieces about it, Nitish has gone on record saying that he is supporting Narendra Modi and he is not saying it in any subtle manner or anything. He is out there. He's saying this thing is very important. And I'm so with, is Naveen Patnaik. So I is Naveen Patnaik. I am with Mo. But RJD is supporting the band. So to, so, to, to quote uh, Pramod Mahajan's uh, famous democracy speech again, there is there are some parties that are inside the band but outside, outside the, the band. band. There are some parties supporting the band but inside the coalition. And there are some parties inside the coalition but not supporting the band and supporting the government. And there are there is Mamta Banerjee who is the band. <laughs> no. so, so incidentally, RJD is supporting the band. Uh, uh, Nitish Kumar isn't, but we don't know where JDU is because nobody knows what Sharad Yadav is going to do tomorrow. 
so so matlab kya hai it's a party in conflict it's a everything is in conflict so no one knows this band is um, hmm. in because sharad yadav has banned demonetization and nitish kumar has praised it ha so who does jdu go with because jdu is a two person party right two men party no no like one you, and a half one and a half like you were quoting on the on twitter Kapil Sibal opened up that front on yes. Muslims not. Uh, it took know, them so long. The, I was like Shabash, my dear. It took communal cup. Banana ke liye. I don't know. This was. It was. Were, but, but but you know to respond, they should have said demonetization is a zero loss game. Kapil Sibal. <laughs> no, but I am yeah. so proud of Congress. They never change. They do not believe in learning from their mistakes. <laughs> they do not believe in any kind of evolution. They do not believe in any kind of emotional evolution. Standard templates in seventies. Kind of Keep people poor. Talk about their poverty, and somehow if somebody does to elevate them, link it to that minorities are unsafe. And create fault lines where none exist. Ab demonetization me to koi fault line thi nahi. I mean, if it was affecting people, yeah. if it was a bad thing, it was affecting everyone across the board. But then he put the Muslim thing in mm-hmm. there because Muslims don't put um, mm-hmm. money in banks because they don't like interest uh, yeah. money from the interest. I want to know who are these Muslims. Most Muslims, ninety nine percent Muslims bank. Um, saying you know this thing doesn't work no, anymore no but i think even if somebody was to oppose demonetization that was yeah. not because they of the religion yeah i mean come on i mean this is ridiculous saying that we should not get muslims into the banking sector or what what are they talking about i mean coming back to the bans yes. so we are talking about how this ban is a non starter and with no one knows who supports the ban and who does not support the ban plus they don't have money to mobilize plus they don't have the to. money to mobilize the thing and plus narendra modi gave a rousing speech i mean since this demonetization he has been on because he is the only one who can sell it to the last person in the line He has been selling it. He has made it a people struggle. And He has made it something that people themselves want to be part of. And many money bags within the BJP are also caught napping. So now we have to keep talking about this because yeah. he has done the biggest, uh, you know, I would say the um, damage even to the BJP. The BJP, which yeah, is known as a party that matches tooth and nail to what Congress does. Yeah, the, the Congress did have. its own advantage in terms of uh, resources yeah. but the bjp was not far behind they no. too also had resources of course how else would they bring a lot of money that uh, they were not able to really divulge to the public where it yeah, came yeah, from yeah. so this is something that it's called uh, traditionally uh, a, a revolutionary harakiri revolutionary yeah. harakiri is done only when the uh, population is facing near extinction possibility so mm. modi by doing this so early in his term mm. has elevated himself to an un uh, you know chartered sort of a yeah. uh, and by getting <coughs> people involved in i think at the moment in last 20 years or so i think he's the only person he's the only leader who can actually mobilize masses the way he wants them the yeah. way he wants only three people i can think of yeah. um in the history of modern india mahatma gandhi of course he could mobilize people from because that moral authority moral authority was uh, this yeah. moral authority yeah. I, I, came I from think, him no no no, no. Yeah. I, i i i disagree on this mobilization part he can mobilize the masses and enthusiasm enthuse the masses no question but what modi is different where i find him different is he manages to sell his message very effectively to the masses so was mahatma gandhi that's no, why no, of course him. mahatma no, gandhi no, no. did the same but, thing but we we have to use a different construct mahatma gandhi was not dealing with an independent in india his message was no. oh, for na- nationalism economic reforms and nationalism are two completely different as things as a very uh, passionate no, observer of narendra modi 
whom i never knew of hmm. even back in 2000 hmm. or even early in 90s i didn't know about narendra nobody did outside only Gujarat. when he became chief minister hmm. and after the 2004 2005 election i started realizing who this person was hmm. he did not show flares and flashes of of this sort of capability yeah see even for him to come through the ranks of the bjp he had to stay quiet either he had this idea all along he stayed quiet until he reached the top so that he could infuse that change or this is coming to him from an absolute left of the center uh, sort of advice coming in from somebody that he is listening to yeah because this is not the narendra modi for example doesn't doesn't black money exist in gujarat of course yes gujarat funds india yeah right mm. why did he not enact anything in gujarat during the during the days as a cm No, but he could not enact. This is this comes there is, from there the, are possibilities. No, there no, are no, possibilities. no, 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 no. Um, currency we is must, the central government's prerogative. I People who are voting black money can be. You can go after them in a big way. No, but he did. Right? He did do that. ये जो ये जो income tax वाली थी ना कि कि and and he said that also. He but still money is coming taxation. out. Huh? So you are telling me after 2014, huh? no, uh, no. Of black course not. No, but I agree. No, no, no. My no, position I, is kind I'm of saying, weird between. Okay, go on. Yeah. Concluding in, mm-hmm. on this segment is. that i think he reserved the best for the last mm. to come up within the system even within the bjp you cannot say all of these idealistic moralistic things and expect that you'll be placed at the top yeah. because the bjp itself had become extremely corrupted let me be honest with you mm. but for him to sit silently and wait for his turn and wait for divinity to help him to get to that point <laughs> where he can enact these things this is not a small change that he has done no my god nobody in i'll tell you i've been talking continuously to people who have no allegiance to the bjp sangha or anything and they'll say they are saying they will vote for bjp for the next two or three generations Yeah, just like Indira Gandhi. Like no, but so I, I was just that personality. No, no, but I have got, there are two things. What Pramod said is partly right. That Modi in Gujarat was not a reform reformer of the system. He was a reform. He used to make enforcement better. Mm-hmm. Work within the same system, but his core competence was implementation for how we would get the bureaucrats to deliver in some way. My reading is that in the last one one and a half year or something, he faced hurdles in the central government where there were bureaucrats who were not working with him, or there were too too many too many. Uh, loopholes that people were exploiting or something and this was a kind of move made in i won't say desperation also but this was that you know you you pay a bigger hand rather than playing smaller hands or something so you are right this is unlike modi He's, he is absolutely unlike, unlike modi yeah i agree with you that's what i was saying ki wo chote chote reforms nahi karta i'm sorry chote chote hi reforms karta hai and you know makes the like system you, better you are saying got a small, small thing right this is, this, so, is, this, this, this is, is overhauling the system this is completely this is creating small. a new so normal. this is either either complete desperation after seeing that the system is not working there or probably uh, saying that i'm going to go for the jugular mm. if if I my legacy is going to build on an anti corruption no. plan my point is different i'm just going to Aj- and name the three people i cut you off there i'm sorry oh, after no, mahatma no, gandhi mahatma gandhi indira gandhi and narendra modi Ocha. i can't think of anybody who else would blindly vote uh, so who people uh, would blindly uh, trust what they are saying uh-huh. even in villages still you know that indira gandhi awaaz yojana if you ask them whose house are you living in what they say indira gandhi indira ghar hai so that is the kind of moral authority that indira gandhi um, enjoyed and narendra modi now enjoys before we get to our uh, next topic 
um, I do want to say that this is MindMakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the MindMakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli, and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. What I was talking about, I understand that uh, your point promotes point that Narendra Modi has what you were essentially saying is that he has really gone outside his comfort zone to do this. This is not quintessential Narendra Modi because he is someone who will tinker around with things and who will fix things, who will streamline things. But to do this uthal puthal, complete uthal puthal is not like Narendra Modi. And I have a reason, I, I, I think why he has done it. Because Narendra Modi is also someone who understand who is who is a man of legacy he knows that he with the mandate that he has been given if he does not leave a legacy it it really belies the mandate that he has so i think this was one way for him two things surgical strikes and um, demonetization these two things he has really moved into the legacy stage you know i am going to leave some chap i am going to leave some footprint on what I'm doing and not that demonetization option was not um, available to people before or surgical files were not available to people before. They either did not have the strength, their own moral strength to sell it to people or they did not have the electoral mandate. So Narendra Modi has both. He has the mandate of people and he has a moral strength and people don't understand how popular he is. His popularity is unprecedented right now from north to south, east to west. People are saying that here he is. People look at him as a crusader. He has finally either understood his mandate or somebody can. I attribute it to divinity because Mm -hmm. I have not seen flashes of this elevation ever in the past 15 years of his, uh, you know, political uh, career. In this 15 years, where he is at right now is because of either realization that what he was doing is not enough yeah. for the country and uh, for the party or for that, for that matter, for uh, his legacy uh, okay. uh, in, the, in the last uh, segment. Uh, but either somebody has told him or he has realized that if he doesn't make this course correction, now, demonetization, like you rightly said, is not a new idea. Yeah. It has been there. RBI has talked about it for a long, long time. time. Congress has, has talked, talked about, about it and postponed it forever. Time. But this is such a step where there is no coming back. <coughs> no. There is no coming back from this demonetization. No. Can I can I sum it up in one line? Uh, to India has changed Modi for better or for worse remains to be seen, and yeah. that depends on yeah. that. And after that change has happened, Modi is now trying to change India. I, 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 I can't, attribute, I can't yeah. attribute greatness to that. I, no, I'm not I will, saying, no, attribute, that's as, what I'm as, saying. I'm I not saying it, it for better or for worse, depending I, on... I will call it lazy realization. If I find out in the future that Modi knew that this was a step that could have been taken, he did it politically only to time it for this, then my uh, elevation of him for, no, uh, for the great, I don't think it is yeah, that. Yeah, we See, don't know. That's yeah, why. But he's a pra- but he's a pragmatic politician as I well. I couldn't care less. Yeah. Demonetization is not a political step. This is a suicidal step, Adi. No, but then the, yet he did it. Su- yet he did a, it only because he knows that he has high. his his stock, personal stock is high, and he can create a whole new constituency of his supporters, even if he loses no, the, the, one constituency. Pramod, there, are two, there are two times when a politician can do this. One, he's so sure or so confident about his 
political will or his political popularity that he does it or second when he doesn't care it's popularity is down in the dumps and he's like might as well do it yeah. if well, someone is in the it's, middle it's like in the 50 50 they are I, I'm hoping, I think, no he what? has done it because he knows that he will sell it to the last person and people and the next day it. vote for narendra Modi. as people who are in day to day current affairs i hope the three of us get to interview him whether it is for the public consumption mm-hmm. or not mm-hmm. i would like to know what are these uh, points that he has considered when mm-hmm. making this decision not today maybe, maybe 10 15 years, years from now, now. No, no, why not? Uh, to basically understand this why not next month i'll See, do it what he has done um, interestingly is and uh, this is um, a lot of interesting mm-hmm. side effects also he has brought there is war on black money for sure mm-hmm. but there is also bringing people in the tax bracket which mm-hmm. was not happening in india mm-hmm. no matter what you did there were doctors there were lawyers there were teachers you know who give these who uh, tuitions. Uh, tuitions these kind of people you know educated people who were holding money yeah. and not paying tax not putting it in the um, bank so this a country way of india's size and the country that hopes Uh, to leave behind the socialist past or you know whatever and move into the big on the big table cannot progress with this cannot progress with the whole bunch of people not in the banking system and a parallel economy running this was not right at some point somebody had to press a reset button and he pressed that reset button more than the black of course the black money and everything remains to be seen we will see how much this is but this has forced people this has forced those white collar criminals to come into the banking sector there is no reason i have known stories of doctors who have hidden 20 crores 30 crores in their backyard lawyers who have hidden 20 crores in their attics um, people who um, teachers who and these that's why i mentioned these three professions because i have known i have heard in last 4 5 days or this um, i have heard stories about people who have hidden cash and these are all educated people they know exactly what they are doing and they are in that same position where in maybe the past 5000 years of indian history uh like a thief is caught he or she knows that he is caught mm. but he can't squeal or talk about it yeah they just have to happily uh, sp said na something about ki bjp's move of demonetization is against uh, its rival parties or something exactly yeah. and, 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 they, and they even made a statement more power to the bjp if yeah. it carries through if with this so, and, and funnily iska immediate effect ye hua hai kejriwal is back from punjab and delhi and <laughs> india's chief conspiracy theorist is coming out with yahi to scam hai yahi to scam hai theories uh, his party is not going to contest bmc elections i'm sure yeah. it's unrelated to anything and and um, uh, 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 sonia ji is giving interviews now it could be just about yes. just about her mother in law yeah. but and we're going to talk about that in the last uh, last segment yeah. because i want to have a little bit of humorous take on that yeah. so anyways um, let's move on to the the man who passed away yesterday comrade fidel Uh, comrade fidel uh, for all um, uh, people who are listening and uh, are admirers of fidel castro i'm going I don't to tell you the admirers of fidel castro no, no, no i'm going to tell you the only thing red in this podcast right now is the jacket that pramod is wearing right now is a red jacket so uh, and and there is uh, all of us have pretty much articulated our positions on twitter but what we are going to do is we are not just going to summarize our positions we are going to take we are going to talk about the admirers of fidel castro and what they have been saying and why those theories might not stand so you might want to hang around and just and what are the actual stories from cuba that people have been talking about on twitter so sunanda before we start just give a 
20 second overview about Fidel Castro's reign uh, thing and his impact and then we're going to do, uh, do like a head move. because you I think you had a Facebook post about it or something Fidel, yeah because I was a little uh, no no so I'm saying summarize that what I Fidel Castro when he came to power was India had Nehru at helm of affairs and mm. America USA had Eisenhower <laughs> that is how long he has been on the stage mm -hmm. He came to power, throwing the overthrowing uh, the American-led dictator. dictator there, Batista, and people have and people thought that he was. That's how what happens in all revolutions. All uh, this thing, people think that he um, this revolution is going to be better than the previous revolution. But he came and he was a guerrilla fighter. He was a terrorist for better, you know, lack of better word. So he came in and he turned Cuba into a very oppressive place. This is a place he ruled as a despot. He did not uh, allow any elections. He did not allow any freedom of speech. He, uh, there were score thousands of people who were shot dead in his reign. There were thousands of people who were just, you know, there were these police armies because it became a police state. Cuba became a police state under um, uh, Fidel Castro. And then he put himself against um, United States and with USSR. So he brought, in a sense, he brought Cold War to American subcontinent. And then um, he was eye to eye in Cuban Missile Crisis with Kennedy and everything. So his claim to fame really amongst all these delusional liberals in India is, Are he stood to American imperialism or what. Oh. But then what did he do? He In standing up to so-called American imperialism, he became a colony for USSR. And when USSR, and then brought nothing to his um, um, people, brought them no... Um, you know, no prosperity or no happiness. Mm. And when the Soviet Union finally collapsed, mm. Cuba finally collapsed because it was a um, uh, colony of yeah. uh, mm -hmm. Soviet Union. There was no money. There was nothing. And that famed healthcare that people talk about and the famed thing. I just want to say one thing. I have never known anybody take a boat from Florida to Cuba. There are lots of boats coming from Cuba to Florida. So, so that talks about the fame. So, so I'm, I'm going to come to that. And then there are certain couple of, and Pramod, I'm coming to you next on this. But this is the kind of rubbish I want to counter. Okay. So Siddharth Vardarajan wrote a hagiographic hey, piece. Comrade Vardarajan. Comrade Vardarajan, uh, for better or for worse, wrote a piece on uh, Fidel Castro or Comrade Castro. Um, and he read something about Fidel as the philosopher, guide and conscious keeper of the world. That was the t title. I mean, uh, Pramod choked on his Pepsi right now that he's drinking. Oh my God, evil capitalist Pepsi that you are having right now. Mango tea. Or mango, mango tea, tea. Uh, whatever. So he, this is a line from this. Unlike other revolutionary leaders, Fidel had the wisdom and foresight to step down from power and supervise an orderly succession within his lifetime. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's the, this is a line. I'm quoting from say his piece again. on the wire. You need to say it again. Unlike other revolutionary leaders, Fidel had the wisdom and foresight to step down from power and supervise an orderly succession within his lifetime. At 82 to his brother. To his brother. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh my God. This, 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 oh. this, this, and this is the conscience keeper of this world, not allowing democracy for 50 years. Oh my God! And when he steps, and then Siddharth Vajrajan comes on Indian TV and expounds his wisdom about how freedom of expression. I mean, what kind of absolute <laughs> bullshit is this? I don't understand. And then, oh my God! 
and I mean this is this is incredible. I had not read this. Yes, and and I mean there are some magical lines like this: uh, shepherding Cuba through the difficult of periodo especial and political transition, and you know how uh, collapse of the Soviet Union was challenging. No mention about the human rights issues. No mention about the. Gross allegations that As have been said, against his regime. Leftists take a very high moral ground on uh, human rights issues. No, no. Who are their poster boys? Mao, <laughs> Stalin, Che Guevara, Che Guevara. And, and no, no. Um, and the, listen, Castro. listen. Fidel, as the mover of Latin American integration, they talk about Hugo Chavez fondly. Have they talked about how Venezuela has completely collapsed? Yes. After oh Cuba intervened, God. I mean, no, no, they will not talk about that. Will they talk about uh, the allegations that so many people from Cuba have been arranging how the healthcare system did not work? No, I just want to say one thing here. There's a beautiful piece, and a lot of uh, people have uh, people have been giving these um, uh, parallels and uh, this alternative uh, um, history, so to speak. It was beautiful. They said Singapore gained independence around the same time that Fidel Castro came to power. Look at what. Yeah. Lee Kuan Yew did to Singapore, where he brought Singapore, and look what um, uh, Fidel Castro did to um, uh, you know uh, Cuba. Cuba. So I also talked about Mr. Pratish Nandi in the earlier part, and he said something that admiring Shay and uh, Fidel Castro makes me a free thinker. Now, <laughs> now anyone is a free thinker. I mean, you can uh, you can admire anyone you want. You yeah. you can admire I don't know Amjad Khan and still be a free Somebody thinker. Somebody is bankrolling your thinking. Uh, you can think for but free. But no, the question is <laughs> <laughs> exactly my question was just because you admire Castro, if you admire Castro, you admire the values he stood for, and he did not st stand for anything free. No, if you admire Castro, then you are a closet communist or a communist, nothing else. And Pratish Nandi is a closet communist. No. Oh, he's a Shiv Sainik. No, he's a closet. He's comedy. an ex-Shiv Sainik. There is always a thin line of difference between extreme right and extreme left. But Shiv, who said Shiv Sena is extreme right? Shiv Sena, Shiv Sena changes its political positions every 15 years. No, they were aligned with the communists in the 60s. Exactly, exactly my point. And, and Indira Gandhi. Uh, and then war. Yeah. So, so know, they have a very that's why they are so uh, they, they, now against demonetization. Against demonetization, they are aligned with Mamta Banerjee, right. which actually makes. I mean, there was one of my dreams to see Bal Thakre and Mamta Banerjee address a rally together. So I, I think Sorry. it's the time for, like you said, uh, dinosaur parties to make oh. a natural exit from human uh, existence and civilization because. Uh, Castro is a perfect example of how you can take a thriving economy. It was a thriving, thriving economy, economy, yes, and uh, take it downwards yeah. and uh, have Soviet Castro, Union. Yes, Castro is an example of what happens when communism succeeds. Venezuela and China bankroll them mm. for successive years, and their only export, chief export, was either cigars or sugar. sugar. These are the only mm. two exports. And uh, the coffee. the history history of uh, coffee uh, to a, a large extent also. Mm -hmm. But the, the the overall architecture that Fidel Castro created is basically a perfect um, uh, template that came from Stalin. Stalin's purge, mm -hmm. yes. as everybody knows. Yeah. Um, although Putin is trying to put a little bit color to Stalin's uh, legacy, but Stalin's <laughs> legacy was basically the gulags and the, the kind of uh, political prisoners that were taken and a huge horde of free laborers were, laborers were created. That is right. where public infrastructure gets uh, created in communist countries because the costs are so low, the prisoners are not paid anything. They're only fed. Mm -hmm. And they're basically uh, taken in trains and bullock carts to the construction site. Mm -hmm. The famed healthcare and education system that the communist court 
is also because uh, the bankrolling was done by the Soviet Union until the 90s, then later uh, some socialist countries. Now, this is where I, I, I have my bone to pick with certain Euro, uh, socialist countries from Europe mm. and also Canada. You know, people don't realize that Canadian socialism also bankrolled Cuba to a large extent. So this is yes. this is one of the things that people don't realize yes. that Canadian tourists or tourism, because it is so frigid cold and this is so warm, mm. Canadian tourism also helped bankroll uh, Canada. That's a very good point. Actually, so this is this is um, uh, so Pierre um, Trudeau, um, Justin Trudeau's way we are coming. Uh, they they did know each other. No, and and, and and I I know you want to talk about the Trudeau eulogies, but I want to talk about a couple of somber things which we get to the humorous part mm. um, I want to uh, I, and I tweeted this I want to quote and Sunanda I would uh, just look at it or something if you get a chance it's on my timeline as well um, it's a lady called Vivian Grobard uh, her twitter handle is V-I-V-I-G-R-A-U-B-A-R-D and it's her it's, um, a, it's her series of tweets she did which she started that I cannot uh, you know, take these headlines on Fidel Castro. I'm sick to my stomach thinking of my family of Havana and their years of suffering. She talked about how a 92-year-old aunt has to sleep on a 50-plus-year-old mattress because there is no way to buy a mattress in Cuba. She, uh, some of them had not seen so much food. When they came to US, they mm. saw food and they're like, because there was extreme rationing. Um, they were talking about the healthcare system and someone else talked about the healthcare system and how it had uh, failed. They, she was talking about it was silently oppressive until they came for you. Mm. And... Um, she talked about how her story of how her pa grandparents escaped Cuba. It's, I mean, I, I don't want to go the exact uh, thing. I mean, it's a long thread. But just read about it to see a, a history of Cuba that the left intelligentsia refuses to talk about. Just because Fidel Castro stood up to America does not mean that anything he did becomes kosher. Yeah. Because you can be, you can be anti-American capitalism and have a sane position on human rights and all these people who talk about human values and stuff like that somehow refuse to ignore these human stories and um, I, I you know uh, this is another revelation uh, we, we saw two two faces of the left in the last two weeks one after Donald Trump won and that meltdown about anything and then this and again this is this comes from that same deluded mindset that none of them want to live in Cuba, none of them want to live under socialism, but everyone wants to espouse socialism. Yes. They, they, they always wait for their pantheon to die to start yeah. making them heroes. That is what they That's do. They what now they do. will start writing. So because by, by, by this logic, all the communists or something, if they only like communists, they should all move to Tripura, right? Or Kerala. No, or they should have moved to Cuba. But this is, this is um, absolute garbage, you know. Uh, Fidel Castro was nothing but a despot, nothing but a despot, nothing but an oppressive leader who oppressed his own people. I have no, I mean, there, is, there are no two ways about it there. Truth does not have many versions. Truth has only one version and this is it. This is the only truth about uh, hmm. uh, Fidel Castro. Anyway, you were talking about uh, delusional liberals. Uh, Justin Trudeau is another one. And I'm, I'm like itching to say this. Justin Trudeau actually... No, no, you have to give the background first. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh -huh. Justin Trudeau, in like all world leaders, they gave uh, they gave their eulogies or wrote their eulogies. Yes. He said he hailed Castro as a remarkable leader and a legendary revolutionary and orator and, um, you know, a remarkable person. So he was taken to uh, cleaners for his, um, you know, because he did not, he, he just completely whitewashed his sins. So there was a hashtag called Trudeau eulogies. If you don't 
um, if you're not on Twitter, you're missing something. You all need to go and see Trudeau eulogies. I will just read a few of them. This was a completely beautiful sarcasm. So one of them says, although flawed, Hitler was a vegetarian who loved animals, was a contributor to the arts and proud advocate for Germany. This is Trudeau eulogies. Mao was a brilliant revolutionary who saved millions from long-term starvation by efficiently sending them to mass graves. This is this is phenomenal. Osama bin Laden will long be remembered as a visionary urban planner who remodeled Lower Manhattan. <laughs> no. Let's remember Jack the Ripper as a great benefactor who worked tirelessly to get female prostitutes off the street. <laughs> no, and this is one of the, my funniest ones for all Harry Potter lovers. He said that uh, Lord Voldemort or Tom Marvolo Riddle, as his family named him, believed that he could make visiting great again. eulogies. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know Harry Potter, you'll know what I'm talking about. And this final one, while controversial, Henry VIII loved all his wives equally and was purveyor of women's rights. <laughs> I mean, just Justin Trudeau is what I was talking about, uh, you know, coming from the Socialist Party, French Socialists, uh, German Socialists and yeah. Canadian Socialists were the ones who were bankrolling and some in the US Academy also, the left liberal academy also yeah. uh, took, uh, because of their disgust with the existing capitalistic system, they thought that the other side was better than this side, which was not the case, they, they were not objective enough to realize how brutal that dictatorship was. Now, what uh, people are now realizing, you know, again, maybe five to six years from now, the skeletons will start uh, tumbling out of the closet, is when Raul Castro, who's going to retire in another one or two years. 2018. Um, and then his uh, uh, non-family successor, this mm -hmm. is a successor who's considered an extremely moderate person, a true consummate uh, politician. And there is uh, some report of um, the Indian ambassador's visit, uh, I think Hamid Ansari was an uh, invitee at that point two years ago, mm -hmm. uh, of how delusional the Castro family is mm -hmm. to the grandeur and greatness of uh, Fidel Castro. No, and the, fun, and the ridiculous part years. is all these people who call about liberal, they somehow refuse to mention the homophobia in Cuba. Yeah. Yes. The blatant yes. homophobia in yes. Cuba. Cuba. Everyone who stands and they 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 were disappointed by uh, pe pe the people in U.S. elections who like conservatives or something who don't are not for uh, yeah. same-sex marriage or something that disappoints them. Yeah. But Fidel Castro's homophobia doesn't even find a mention in their eulogy. Yeah. So uh, this is the thing. And but I have to ask you a very important question. So, and this is two options and I need an answer from you right now, Sunanda and Pramod. Who is Justin Trudeau? Is he the Rahul Gandhi of Canada or the Bilawal Bhutto of Canada? <laughs> Bilawal Bhutto, because uh, Rahul or, Gandhi is not even that. Or Omar Abdullah of Canada? No, no. Bilawal Bhutto of Canada. Achha, what about you, Pramod? I think so too. Bilawal Bhutto because Bilawal. of the lack of understanding of real politics. Mm -hmm. Canada continues to lose its place in the world. Uh, uh, decision making table you know some few things that they had going for them is also going down because mm -hmm. of Trudeau Achha, Sunanda has already started looking at YouTube so she knows what's coming recommendations for the week Sunanda you have any ready yeah I mean I um, just wanted to give this recommendation of uh, Vaishnav Janate on flute by Hari Prasad Chaurasya. I have been listening to this in and out. It is so soothing. Mm. It is so beautiful. I recommend everyone to start their day with this beautiful flute piece, Vaishnav Janate. Um, Vaishnav Janato. Vaishnav Janato. Okay. Okay. Here's a Gujarati huh. uh, correcting me. Huh. But this um, 
yeah. instrumental piece on flute, only flute. There is no other instrument, yeah. and he's playing it. Yeah. Uh, Hari Prasad Jarasya, look for it. It's it's a it's a beautiful piece. From this week I, I was on travel, so I really didn't have time to read. Or you can recommend anything. a destination. I, I think uh, Florida, South Florida, if people can That's fly, is a great place to uh, just relax. Pramod had gone to see how Trump had actually won for <laughs> the state yeah. of Florida. No, he was actually wondering if he could just <coughs> do those 80 miles and go to Cuba. <laughs> yeah. He, he gets to Florida and um, uh, Fidel yeah, Castro dies. There's apparently seaplanes uh, that are already... Weren't there the jokes about Fidel Castro uh, passing away on Black, Black Friday? Friday, yes. Yeah. That was the ultimate revenge of capitalist America. Okay. Capitalist America. Nothing could kill him, but a Black Friday did. Uh, so my 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 recommendation is a couple of things. Since we said Vaishnava Janato, Hari Prasad Chaurasi, I would also recommend it because a lot of people have only heard versions that have been sung by uh, singers from Hindi movie industry, classical singers, Pandit Jasaraj and so forth. Listen to the folk version. There is one by Karsan Zagatia and there is a couple of others. This is how uh, Gujarati sing it in the folk one. It's peppy, upbeat and it's a very different one it's, ah. it's very rustic and that's sing that and i mean it'll transform you and you know there is a very interesting manjiras and khanjiris play a big role in the uh, instrumentation with it so then there is this album called ishwar allah tere naam with uh, ashit desai has composed music for uska version mm -hmm. and my last recommendation is a fox news docu documentary on the trump revolution now of course i know fox news is right of center but for or, right wing for that matter mm -hmm. right wing not right of center um they actually went to new hampshire swing states and so forth and interviewed trump voters some of them who had never voted some of them who had been democrats and so forth and just to understand why trump worked yeah. in michigan and so forth yeah. and this is a very interesting documentary i saw it was a one-hour documentary and of course they took jibes at uh, people who called the trump and on a on a lighter note um uh, someone did a compilation of all the people who said trump would never win and yet one just listen to that uh sorry guys we did not get time to discuss the sonia gandhi interview with rajdeep sardesai but i guess there was not much to talk about also uh, but we'll we'll talk about it soon but if she didn't talk about any contemporary things uh, she only talked about her mother-in-law but probably we'll talk about it later so anyways this comes makes takes me to the end of the podcast please like us on facebook follow us on twitter we'll be back next week this is adit signing off thank you